It is 18 minutes before the hour here on the Toronto Large Radio Show. We continue with Manchester Mayor Ted Gatsis, brought to us by our good friends at Jock's Flower Shop. Let the, well, uh, make any occasion special and any special occasion better with a gift from Jock's. Located here in scenic Penardville at 712 Mast Road, 625-5155 on the phone. And uh, jacquesflowers.com on the web. Come on by, help them clear out what's left of the garden center and uh, make use of all those fall decorations that they have just waiting for you. Don't be surprised if you start to see a few things here and there to get you started on the Christmas season. Oh, my head. Uh, Your Honor, a couple other items of note uh, last night. Let's uh, talk about what's happening with the uh, Rex uh, Theater. The former, also, for those of us who don't remember it as the Rex, but remember it as the Amherst Street Theater. True story. I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark in that place when it was a movie theater. Um, I saw some movies in there when it was the Rex. <laughs> so, uh, what? What? I, and I'll be honest, that was around 930, and I just got to a point where I said, you know, I can't listen really to the Alderman squabble over this stuff anymore. It seemed to me a, a silly conversation about whether or not it should proceed, and worries about uh, payment in lieu of taxes. Like, come on, guys, really? Well, Are you trying know, to make it, an issue out of look, this? Look, i got to congratulate and thank uh, Liz Hitchcock and Gray Chenoweth for coming forward. They're paying cash for the building. I um, thought MDC was buying the building. Manchester MDC has already bought the building. So they MDC own owns the building. Correct. They've been trying to market it and sell it. If you remember, there was another group that came in and they were going to buy it. Yeah, Matt Wilhelm. Correct. Yeah. And uh, that o- fell o- through. Old Soul Productions, yeah, right. that fell through, so... Uh, they they stepped up and were working on it. Uh, they met with me and I gave me you know I sat with them and gave them some ideas of how I thought the deal could work and uh, you know they went back and they talked with MDC and MDC had some different ideas and they were really at um, so they're going to buy the building. They were at loggerheads and I stepped in and 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 talked to their council and MDC and we put a deal together that said okay they'll pay cash at four hundred thousand dollars. Um. Every time they invest three hundred thousand dollars into the property, we'll give them back uh, thirty-seven five, up to seventy-five thousand dollars. So okay. that would take the price down to where the original deal was with the other group at three twenty-five. Yeah. So at that point, we're going to have a building that has about a million dollars in it. Okay. Um, you know, they're talking with the Palace Theater. Hopefully, they can put a partnership together there where the Palace can go over and run it. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe make it for our younger generation to go in and do productions. Um, so, you know, I, I, I thank them for stepping up and, you know, they're, they're quality um, residents of this city. And there's no question that I believe they're going to make this deal work. Okay. They've so got a due did, diligence of 90 days to go through. Um, was the deal approved last night? It was approved last night. Uh, there was some questions, but it was approved. Okay. Unanimously? No, uh, committee member, I don't know if he abstained or voted against it, Is committee it member Sapienza uh, wanted well, to know why we were, um, you know, giving them nonprofit status where the taxes would go away in 10 years, and why is it only the, the city side of the tax so bill that's it, are, are they buying it as a nonprofit? Did they form a nonprofit no. corporation to buy it? They're buying it as a for-profit corporation. So they will be paying full taxes on the $326,000 worth of assessment, they will be going in to get a 79E, which says that that assessment will stay there for five years. Right. Until, and then the, the renovations of another $600,000 mm-hmm. would be taken into consideration into the 
Well, are they, are, they, are, they, are, they, are they paying full taxes or are they paying? Right now they're paying full taxes right. at 326. There was discussion, and I don't understand. Yes, there was what it is is if they, sell it, if they sell it to a nonprofit yeah. for the next 10 years after they, they, sell it. they sell it, the nonprofit would pay in lieu of taxes. Okay. And so year that, 11, if they're still a nonprofit, they would have the nonprofit status and not have to pay taxes at all. Gotcha. So while they own it, they're going to pay full property taxes Correct. based on the current valuation under the 79E. And after five years, that will go to the-, uh, the Full the ta- assessed value of the, uh, the new renovations. The full, full assessed value of the renovations. And if they sell it to a nonprofit, that there's a deed restriction more or less that says- It's actually that, a contract. Okay. So there's a, a contract that says that uh, that nonprofit will spend- We'll, we'll, we'll make a payment in lieu of taxes. Now, Correct. is it 10 years from their ownership or 10 years after they sell it to the nonprofit? 10 years from their ownership. Okay. So they could sell it to a nonprofit in year nine, and that nonprofit would have to make a payment of lieu in taxes uh, in year 10, and then after that, it would go away. Correct. All right. So that's uh, that's on track. Um, and, and is there a concept that they have, or are they still kind of working on no, it? They've they agreed just, to um, fix up the building and take ownership, and they're working on that's a That's the most important thing. I, I think that anybody right. that goes up Amherst Street and sees that building knows, oh, it's a that, uh, knows it needs some work, and I know that the two of them will certainly do a great job there. Um, so so what, what, why did the old Saul one fall, fall through? I, I can't give you that answer. I don't know. Okay. But uh, so you, you stepped in to make this deal work. And then, of course, um, let, let's take the remaining time, which is about seven or eight minutes. Um, this solar thing that you've done, I, I was I, I, I have to be honest with you. And I've already said this in my out loud radio voice. I was I was kind of curious about Alderman complaining that uh, it came to the board before going to a committee. I thought that was the normal course of you know, business. Richard, at the board of Alderman. I look back and, you know, sometimes when people come to you. Uh, you sit down and you work things out. Yeah. We renegotiated, if people will remember, uh, one of the very first deals that I had worked on was the restructuring of the, of the Verizon, Center. Yeah. Verizon Center. And we ended up saving, over the course of that deal, we saved $24 million to the city. And we worked on it. We brought it to the board for final approval. Not, it, it, as a matter of fact, it didn't even go to a committee. And the board approved it. It was a $24 million savings over the contract time. Mm-hmm. You know, it was clear uh, the folks from um, the Department of Public Works called me and said... Um, now, when did they call you? Because I understand that this has they, been in the They called me for... about four months ago okay. and said, you know, there's somebody talking to us, Mayor. You know, what do you think? I said, I think you know some of the parameters that are out there that we need to look for. Mm-hmm. And uh, the power purchase agreement... You know, when I met with them, I said, you know, don't don't bring us a deal that's, you know, fifteen or twenty thousand dollars. I said that's not something I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. So when they came in, um, the power purchase agreement. There's really two different deals on the table. Right. The power purchase agreement. Uh, they were looking for somebody to buy their entire book of business that they were going to create here in the state. Ten we- megawatts. Right. In different locations. And um, they knew if they came to the city of Manchester and we could do a deal here, they could probably go out and find some other projects. Now, is this funding power generally for residents of the city or just the city government? Well, it, this is the savings that we buy. Right. But like the 10 megawatts of power, I don't know how much power that is per se. 
So if if the city says, okay, I'm going to buy 10 megawatts of power per year, is that what it takes to run the city's no. uh, facilities? Much or is more that th- than that. That's, that's only 25 percent of what the city's capacity is or what we use to run right. the city. What I'm just trying to differentiate is the use of city government buildings uh, or things like streetlights versus the use of power by people who live and work in the city. Does not have anything to do with the residents. So this, this is, is just, just city government. City du- government, correct. Okay. All right. And, city um, the reduction of the 25% is about $133,000 a year that we would be saving over 25 years. Mm-hmm. That's a substantial amount of money. Yeah. Uh, that's money that, uh, you know, uh, probably, you know, and we have not made a determination of where those savings would go. Right. Whether it would be to the uh, um, the entities that are out there like the airport or waterworks mm-hmm. or EPD. And again, it could be maybe we keep it all in the city on the city side. Uh, so that we have some generating some revenue so that we can pay some of the bills that we have. So that's the power purchase agreement to buy 10 megawatts. Is that a year? 10 megawatts a year? Is that a, I don't know how megawatts Correct. Work. That's, that's, okay. that's, that's a year. So, so that 25% uh, or the 133,000 goes on for 25 years. So 10 megawatts a year for 25 years under the purchase agreement, power purchase agreement, Correct. which would save roughly $133,000 a year in power costs to the city. Then you have this three megawatt Thing that they'd be building at the old city dump, I'm assuming that's power the city would also buy? Uh, not necessarily. So that's power that would just be generated here, and in exchange for the opportunity for them to generate the power, they'll pay $67,000 a year to the city to lease the land. Plus some other incentives up front. So the entire deal is about 515000 in cash to the city. That okay. comes from, you know, we had I had gone down and secured some bonds when we were doing the municipal complex, uh, yeah. there were federal bonds that uh, the, 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 the the county had. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went down and we negotiated it so that the county would send them to the city that we could use them. They were a little too complex uh, to put into the municipal complex. So we never used them. So those uh, bonds are still there. And still there. We have uh, Plus we had a million dollars that, that was actually sent to us. So there's $4.1 million in bonds. And those bonds... You know, they've asked us, well, the, the way the conversation went, they came in and talked about a power purchase agreement. The next thing that came up was that some of the landfills that they have mm-hmm. is where the power is coming from. And I said, well, coincidentally, we have a we have uh, a know, landfill. We have a landfill. I said, how about if you take a look at that and see what you can do up there and, you know, make sure we come back with a deal that makes sense for the city. So they came back and said, yeah, we'll do a land lease for $67,000 a year. We'll pay you X dollars up front. We'll make sure that there's no risk to the city. Um, so now what's the, city, the upfront payment for? X dollars up front for what? What to buy that four point one million dollars in in um, in? Um, so we're going to pass through the bond to them, and they're going to pay, and they're going to pay for the bonds. That's correct. So there's no exposure to the city at all. Zero. So that gives them access to capital that they wouldn't otherwise have. That is correct. And okay. they've talked to the business finance authority. There's another. Four or five million dollars that's available there because nobody in the state used those bonds when they came became available because they were just too confusing for municipalities. So they're going to pay us for that. Um, and uh, again, it's a deal that is worth five point five million dollars to the city. That's a pretty good deal. I would do that uh, kind of a deal every day if somebody came forward and said to me, uh, you know, Mayor, here's a here's an idea. Well, you know, we're it's not like it's completed. It's 90% on the power purchase, and it's yep. probably 60 to 70% on the 
on the landfill. So what needs to be done to sort of complete the deal? Is that what's going to be determined yeah, in committee? or? Well, I think what they're going to do, I think in committee they will see a final agreement. Okay. So that, again, the dates and everything else, as you heard, uh, this is a pretty good timeline. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're talking about this being up and moving by the fall of 18. But maybe you could take some of those uh, savings and revenues, Your Honor, and, uh, I don't know, install smart meter technology on the LED streetlights that we No, as a in. matter of fact, <laughs> Portland, Maine. <laughs> Portland, Maine is just installing uh, LED lighting. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try and get their proposal because I think they're just about the same size as we are. Portland? And they're installing, uh, they're spending about $8 million uh, for their street lighting. And uh, they're putting in smart controls. Smart controls. Imagine that. So, actually, no. I think Portland's only about seventy thousand people. No, they're, they're, I think that they they're close to the number of streetlights that we have. Oh, you're talking number of streetlights. Yes. Gotcha. But I, I mean, the price is well, almost you spent eight million dollars. No, here we spent three. So I, I guess I'm questioning what the what additional cost is, or <laughs> did we get that good a deal that I worked out? <laughs> So where where does this project go from here? And when when do they uh, now? I'm assuming the contract negotiations are going to continue between uh, public works officials, yourself, and the company yes. uh, to sort of quote finalize the deal, and then it goes to committee, and it will come. Is there anything unusual about bringing something to the board for referral to committee? I thought, from my time as an alderman and a mayor's aide, that that was the that was the normal regular process for non sort of routine business items at the board yeah, of mayor. Well, you know, if you stayed on long enough and watched new business, I didn't. Uh, you know, I was going to ask they, about they, that. Actually, they were looking for three hundred thousand uh, dollars for a a, a one point five million dollar project for the street lights on Elm Street and Granite Street to synchronize them, and lo and behold, street lights or traffic lights, traffic lights, traffic, traffic lights, and, and, and lo and behold, we didn't have a committee discussion about it. And it didn't go to committee, and we did it right there. So where did the money come from? Uh, they took it out of the Economic Development Fund, 300000 but that doesn't mean that that's where it is and that's where it's going to settle out. It's got to come back to the board. It's CMAC dollars, uh, 75% of the dollars or 80% of the dollars are coming from the federal government, or the state, rather, uh, on the allocation that they have. So, you know, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, did you do anything with the labor contracts that are sitting on the table? Um, I vetoed uh, the, the Oh, they library. came off the table? They came off the table. Uh, they had to amend the s- police support staff mm-hmm. uh, because they said that they would go effective October 3rd instead of retroactively. Yeah. Uh, and th- the agreement didn't have that in writing. Mm-hmm. So they had to put it back on the table with the amended version. Mm-hmm. So that's going to lay over for two more weeks. The other two contracts with welfare and uh, library um, passed, but I vetoed them because – Neither one of them have the money in their budgets to do it. Were they overridden your vetoes? Uh, they tried to, but they did not. They did not. So uh, was it even close? Uh, it was eight to six, I think. Eight to six. There you go. So two contracts vetoed and one put back on the table. If the one that's put back on the table comes off the table, is that one that you will also veto? I'm not going there until we have that, uh, until okay. we take a look at what the numbers are and whether the, and I know that the question was asked of, uh, Assistant Chief Capano, whether it was in his budget, he said no. Well, that's a problem. Well, it is, but, you know, for some reason uh, they think that there's a plentiful amount of money in the uh, contingency line that they can fund everything under the sun with. That's just a Mayor Ted Gatsis. As always, it's good to have you with us here on the Toronto Large Radio Show. Have a great day, Richard. We're going to take a final check for traffic, whether it's And sport. remember, it's the wine and chocolate
Oh! Event on Saturday night. I'm glad you brought that up. Guess who's guess who's the auctioneer for the okay, event? Okay, that's good. So just make sure you get the <laughs> tickets sold. There you go. White and chocolate at the Dairy Field. I have uh, a special interest in it. A special interest in it, yes. Mrs. Mrs. Mayor is very heavily involved there. White and chocolate on Saturday the 21st, starting at 5.30 at the Dairy Field uh, rest, uh, Country Club Restaurant. Uh, this Saturday to benefit the Manchester Animal Shelter. Thanks for the reminder, Your Honor. Thank you, Richard. Have a great day. All right, we're going to take a quick, quick break for traffic, weather, and sports. We'll be back with a preview of tomorrow's show. We're not done yet. Stay with us. All righty, folks, it's Thursday already. Sports will be in our own backyard with uh, Jimmy Lozon, coach of the Londonderry Lancers. Felix Alvarado of Straight A Academy will join us for Is Our Children Learning? And we have a couple planes circling the airport, which we think we can get to land tomorrow. Keep tuned to DreadAtLarge.com for the show calendar updates for the entire team here at Dread at Large. I am your ever humble host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. Until tomorrow, be good, be well. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. We're proud to have in the audience. Thanks for being there. Please remember our sponsors. Give them the first opportunity to earn your business and let them know you heard about them on Dread at Large. It matters. Be good, everyone.